Welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. As always, joined by my co-host Zane. So, Zane, what's your initial thoughts on the Super Bowl this year? I thought it was. I thought it turned into a classic this year. Uh, it was a very clean game, roughing wise. I didn't see anything, you know, anybody really complain about. Uh, it was definitely a great game. What was your initial thoughts? Um. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, the Chiefs have the Chiefs have solidified their dynasty now. Uh, proved that they'll go down as the next Patriots team, honestly. And Patrick Mahomes, this is a legacy game for him. Uh, and it really helped his legacy. Yeah, that for that was sure. my initial thoughts. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, my take last week about you know them not being a dynasty yet, I guess. They heard me and had to had to prove me wrong, I guess. Yeah, I mean, honestly, last week I would have called them a dynasty, even if they would have lost this game. Um, I don't know because they lost their best wide receiver two years ago, and now are going back to back. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. It just shows you how good awesome. their coaching is, their quarterback is, their defensive coordinator. Steve uh, Spagnolis, whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, Steve Spagnola. Uh, this is a legacy game for him also. This is like the first time a uh, defensive coordinator has ever won four Super Bowls in a row. Or yeah. not in a row, but four Super Bowls ever in their span of being a defensive yeah. coordinator. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, do you want to deep dive in on the yeah, game now? Yeah, let's just jump right into the game. Uh, yeah, you go first. Talk about it. All right. Um, I have a lot more bad than good um, for the Niners. I have a little bit of good for them as well. And I have I have a lot more good for the Chiefs, but that's just because, well, they won, and obviously there's less there's less bad than there, uh, there would be for the Niners. Um, I'll jump into the Niners first. Some of the good things I did see. Uh, the three three of the best players I saw on the field were Juwan Jennings. I think he could have won the MVP if the Niners had won. Appreciate Christian McCaffrey was also also there. I think both of them were kind of competing for that. Um, they were probably the best two offensive players on the field for the for the Niners at least. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I thought you know Chase Young actually played a really good game. Um, he I, he hasn't had a great year, and I. I don't know if I've said it on here or not, but I didn't. I thought he kind of played lazy this year, and he kind of proved me wrong this week. So I loved seeing that on the field. Um, you, okay. you have anything to say? Yeah, I actually do. So you think Chase Young was their best defensive player? No, no, no. Sorry, oh. I, I just thought he had a great week. Okay, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, he really did have a great game. He finally showed up. He finally did what the Niners traded him to do which was get to the quarterback. And he got to Patrick Mahomes several times, even with the four-man rush they did. I liked the four-man rush in the first three quarters. I really, really did. I liked how they played man a lot this game, and I really wanted them going into this game to play man, and they did. But going into the fourth quarter, they really didn't adjust because you can't yeah. rush the same four guys over and over and over and over again. They're in they're, the same thing. Yeah, they're eventually going to get tired. 
and they did in the fourth quarter. And I really think that's what cost them. They never really blitzed. They only blitzed on seven of Patrick Mahomes' dropbacks that this game compared to the Chiefs, which they uh, blitzed. Wait, where is the stat? The Chiefs blitzed Pat- Brock Purdy 19 times. That's insane. On, yeah. Compared I know to, that he's a genius this, he this is. whole season. He he has he had an incredible game plan, but I think I'm not the biggest fan of the 49ers uh, defensive coordinator. He looks, uh, yeah. He just yeah. He doesn't have a really good. I didn't like the game plan in the second half as much as the. I, first I really half. didn't either. Um, I feel like they were playing prevent when they didn't need to play prevent, and then they played man when they didn't need to play man. He felt, like, very switched up from yeah. what I saw. Like, like in the fourth quarter late, I was very shocked when they went to man coverage when all they had to do was just prevent them from getting down the field, and they just weren't doing it. Yeah, th- th- I mean, I didn't hate them playing man. I think they were just playing man not close enough. They were giving the receivers like five, seven yards to come back, like a little comeback route, like a five-yard comeback route. Like on third and 18 it was, they got like nine yards off a little comeback route because they were playing so So far far back. Yeah, Yeah. they were playing so far off. I feel like they should have played not maybe more zone, but like definitely later in the game played some, some zone. Yeah, and it really gave me flashbacks to the Bills game, and <laughs> uh, and uh, the playoffs like twenty twenty one, I think it was. I that sounds about right. Yeah, gave me flashbacks to that. I'd be I'd be very sad to be a Bills fan if I was watching the <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I will say this: I think losing Greenlaw to that Achilles tear was monument like it was devastating for that dude Niners defense. i agree i was willing I to give he had travis like travis hadn't done anything until greenlaw went out like yeah, you look it... at the numbers he had not really been in, involved in the game at all and the minute greenlaw goes down travis gets the ball um i think part of that and i'm a, i apologize for this little rant about turf but turf is an issue it needs to be addressed the nfl needs to start looking into this more and realize what the problem is he was jumping on the sideline and he tears his acl you don't see that on grass you really you don't see it on grass so i i just think that needs to be addressed yeah i don't think we'll ever get turf or just like normal grass stadiums because a it's harder to keep care of as well as they're building a lot of uh arena based stadiums now i mean but they're all multi-billionaires you think they'd have the money to do it well they want to save money even though they're That's worth true. like seven billion dollars they still want to save that a hundred million <laughs> for sure um uh, but but um losing Greenlaw was a big loss as well as the next play they targeted uh kelsey in that side of the field right after he got injured yes you can definitely tell they saw that he went down and they immediately just attacked it, attacked it. And it worked. And I'll give I'll give Andy Reid that. He he 
coached phenomenally as well. Yeah. Uh, um, and as well as the Chiefs' offense played really good, it didn't like in the first half. It, it, me. it wasn't, shocked me. Yeah, in the first half, it was bad. It was simple, simply bad. It wasn't all that great. They had some good moments, but nothing crazy. But in the second half, this is what makes the Chiefs so good. They can adjust when they hit adversity. And it is incredible to watch um, because Travis Kelsey only had one target in the first half. He ended up with 10, 10 targets, nine catches. Yeah, and, so he like eight in like the second half. Yeah, um, and the Chiefs receivers got a lot of separation. Their top receiver had 4.1 yards of separation. That's Guess awesome. who that receiver was? Was it Rasheed Rice or McCall Hardman? It was neither. It really? was MVS. It was MVS, wow. Yes. I will say this. I did say he needed to show up. He did, but McCall Hardman showed up when it mattered most. 100%. <laughs> Talking about the separation stats, the separation stats between the Chiefs and 49ers is massive. They're top, the Chiefs' top four players. It, I saw this on NFL uh, Next Gen stats because I was curious yeah. of the separation. And they had like a minimum of five, uh, five catches. So this isn't all the guys. So it could be more for other people. But the top four for the Chiefs. MVS, 4.1. Justin Watson, 3.8. Rasheed Rice, 3.5. Travis Kelsey, 3.4. That's pretty darn good. That and is pretty good. 49ers, Brandon Ayuk, 2.7. Juwan Jennings, 2.6. Debo Samuel, 2. That is... That is just crazy. That's, that's, that's a wild difference. I mean, yeah. there's also the big corner difference between the two teams, though. 100%. 100%. Um, and the Chiefs' uh, secondary showed up. It was incredible to watch. Sneed, McDuffie. McDuffie was the star of this game, 110%. Chris Jones, obviously, was an incredible pass rusher. Um he, but McG- he dominated the entire game. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I will McDuffie say this about just... the Niners line. Trent Williams had probably his worst game of the year. I don't know if it was the lights or something. Something got to him because this was like, I, this is the worst I've seen him all year. I was shocked. Yeah. Trent, and those two big flags too really cost oh, him. Oh, yes. No, he was, he was just not having a good day. And talking about costing, the 49ers costed a lot of – Big opportunities. They, they really hurt themselves in this game. Um, the Christian McCaffrey they, fumble at the beginning yes. of the game. Which they actually did well against that. Did um, The Chiefs didn't score off that, did they? Uh, no, no, it was no, a th- quick three and out. Yeah. Yeah, so the defense there held up perfectly. It was the offense that was the issue, again, um, for this for this team. Yeah, um, but the 49ers just, yeah, they hurt themselves a lot. The botch, yeah, they couldn't. They any time the Chiefs would make a mistake, um, the 49ers, I think they had three turnovers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mahomes had one, Mahomes had an interception, and then I think Pacheco fumbled twice. 
No, he no no. Well, he he fumbled three times, but only I think one turned over. Yeah, that's right. Um, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he only had one fumble that okay. really cost yeah. him the game. Um. But like at the end of the first half, I really thought the 49ers were were gonna be up by 17 or they should have been up by 17 and it felt like it too because the 49ers were really dominating on the defensive side of the ball so heavily even though Patrick Mahomes and uh Brock Brady had the same stats um the 49ers defense was so dominant in this game uh Nick Bosa's uh pass win rate what or pass rush win rate was 21.3 eric armstead wow. 17.9 javon Hargrave. uh no that's just in the whole game this is whole game okay. stats javon javon hargrave 17.1 chase young 15.8 percent those are some great numbers from the four guys they were rushing the whole game and the for the Chiefs adjusted, and that's again what makes the Chiefs so good. They can adjust, and the Forty ers just couldn't adjust. They, they like flattened out, which I did say was going to be an issue. Is if they flattened out, the Chiefs were going to win that game or this game, and they did. Um, There's bad play calling on like key downs. I feel like they were just they were too passive. They weren't aggressive enough at times. They didn't. I didn't. Feel like they used McCaffrey when they should have. Um, I didn't feel like he was involved enough in the game. He's probably their best player on offense, and they just they just didn't use him enough. Yeah, talking about the 49ers offense, I I kind of had a problem with their offense, um, and I agree with what you just said, but I feel like when they threw the ball, they would throw it like three straight times. And then whenever they would run the ball, they would run it three straight times. Yes, it was so predictable. It was. I, so, I do remember was, we were when I was watching the game with uh, a couple of my my buddies. We were calling plays a couple of the times. It was it was bad. <laughs> it was like, and then they would like they would throw it and then do play action, and it's like okay, I understand, but you just threw seven times before that. Play action isn't Hardy, really going to work. Threw it thirty-eight times. Yeah, yeah. Which and, I don't. Have we seen that this year from Purdy? I feel like that was high for him. Oh, uh, I don't know. Hold on, let me look at Brock Purdy's stats because yes, I I believe he he's definitely thrown a lot. I feel like that's a high target amount or attempt amount for him this year. And actually, okay, so in the playoffs, it was pretty much. Um, besides the Green Bay game, that's the only other game that he was close, which he had 39 attempts. He had 31 in Detroit. And then during the regular season, he only went over 30, one, two, three times. So wow. it was definitely a big difference from how it was during the regular season, which it worked uh, up until this point. So I'll give them that. Yeah, in the second half, they just got like scared and started throwing the ball all the time, and McCaffrey stopped worked. using Christian McCaffrey. He worked so well. He he continued working the entire game. Yeah, 
Christian McCaffrey, like pretty missed some throws though. Like there was times where I'd see Debo underneath, and like there, I can think of the one play it was like second and second and eight, and he had a uh, he threw it to Ayuk to the corner, and like there were two guys in coverage on Ayuk when he had Debo just taking a slant underneath that was wide open, which it's not like a huge deal, but third and short is different than third and long in every regard. And I feel like he messed that up several times throughout the game. And he did take accountability for it after the game, which I appreciate, but it definitely needed to be fixed a lot sooner. And it obviously did not win them the game. So, Yeah. Uh, but I, at the 49ers, the offensive line struggled in this game a lot. That's true. The blitz, the, if the, they could not one... handle the blitz. Did you see Ayuk? Uh, it was towards the end of the game. It might have been towards the end of the game where they were like they did an all-out blitz on Purdy, and they just got all through. And you can just see Ayuk coming way open across like the end zone. Um, he threw it. Who did he throw it to on that play? Uh, I don't are know you where he about the Debo. Yeah, it might have been the Debo throw, but he had Ayuk just wide open um, for a touchdown. But he couldn't get it there because the pass rush for the Chiefs was. Just yeah. So yeah, and uh, the past like great pass rush by the Chiefs, um, but Brock Purdy played as good as he could have, in my opinion. Because we still got to remember this man is a the last pick in the NFL draft. He was supposed to be an absolute no one, and um, Brock Purdy. He, he made some good throws. There were a handful of throws. And this is his biggest game of his career. He's never been in a spotlight this big. Because last year he got injured in the NFC Championship game. That is true. And from what I remembered, he was playing pretty decent against the Eagles. And honestly, could have... They I feel like it would have been a lot closer game, for sure. It, yeah. it wouldn't have been the way it was. It would have it put them in that game. So this is the first time Brock Purdy's really played in a game this big. And I, I think he played pretty good. Um, the Brock Purdy hate. I know you're not the biggest fan of Brock Purdy or of this game. He did sell a lot. of. There were times where he was selling. But Patrick Mahomes, there were also times where Patrick yeah, Mahomes he, was selling. He had that pick, and I thought, I thought that was going to be a game changer. And then the Niners just didn't capitalize. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, y'all just got, like, your second turnover of the game within decent yardage, and you're not capitalizing. And it was it was just it was bad. Yeah. Bad game plan by Shanahan, which you told me I needed to bring it up. I think Shanahan's a fraud. And I'm going to explain why he's a fraud. Who was the OC for the uh, Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl? Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Who was the head coach for the – 2020 Super Bowl with the Niners and Chiefs. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. <laughs> and then again, this time, Kyle Shanahan. And in every game, they had a commanding lead. And in every game, the play calling fizzled out and the other team came back every single time. I'm not blaming it all on him because he can't control everything, but it is a worth note that we talk like he's the best coach of all time. They're like one of the best coaches in the league, at least. And he just he hasn't shown postseason that he can win a Super Bowl. Now, I'll okay. give you this. Andy Reid, 
was talked the same way in his early career. He didn't do much, but now, now look at him. He's, you know, he's, he's awesome. So things change and I'm going to okay. give him time, but it is really worth noting after watching this Super Bowl. Okay. I'm going to name a few head coaches and I'm going to see if you'd rather have Kyle Shanahan or this All coach. Right. All right. Sean McVay. Sean McVay. You'd rather have Sean McVeigh. Now I won't lie. That one is super close. I lean McVeigh because he did win a Super Bowl as of recent, and he brought a team to the Super Bowl, and they. Okay, but they, they were playing the, the fraud Bengals. So. The Bengals weren't frauds. They were just no O line. Yeah. Like the Niners, but. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to keep naming? Yeah, Sean McDermott. Oh, dude, Shanahan. Easily, easily Shanahan. Okay, okay, okay. Nothing too crazy. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, Shanahan. Okay, okay. Um, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, Shanahan. Mike Frabel. Shanahan. I'm. I'm not saying Shanahan's a bad coach, but we act like he's like top three. I don't think he's top three. In the league. Yes. Who are the two better coaches Reed. right now? Reed, uh, okay. Reed for sure. Um, I'd say McVay is still in my top three. And I would say – hold on, I'm going through my coaches. Um, shoot, there's like three guys that are coming to mind, but none of them are like – Mike Tomlin? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> that's, that's a good one though. He, he is up there. He's top five um, for sure. He's he definitely top, top seven, I'd say. Yeah, in uh, the league for sure, yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of a third. There, There's somebody there that I had as, like, top three. Um, uh, are you thinking about uh, – what's his I name? I think like Stefanski's up there too. Uh, but Yeah, yeah. Stefanski's up there. Like, there's guys that like, swap around. Matt LaFleur, like, definitely him. There's, like – Shanahan is in like a group that I would swap around with like three other coaches right now. Okay, what about Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy McCarthy. gets all this hype. Where would you put Mike McCarthy at? Bottom twenty. Okay, thank you. I'm not a fan. He. I'm not either. But I also. He he's not that good. I mean, his last game he coached, he what they got blown out by the Packers. Packers are going to be a young great team, but. My goodness, that no, felt like a panic hire. Um, felt like a major panic hire by the commanders. By the commanders. Oh, wait, who are you? Mike McCarthy? Oh, I'm Cowboys. thinking of. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking. You're of thinking about else. Dan wow. Quinn. You're thinking about. I'm Dan thinking of Dan Quinn. Quinn. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, McCarthy. McCarthy sucks though. Yeah. He's not. He needed to go this year. Shoot, they should have hired Belichick. The minute Belichick was free, I would have hired Belichick over McCarthy. That would have been a crazy duo. Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick. <laughs> they're Apparently, they're buddies. Um, of course they yeah. are. Of course they are. Well, it does not surprise me. Yeah, I mean, they're just both weird old people, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm just looking at all the coaches right now, and there's there's a handful of great coaches in the league right now. Matt Lafleur, um, Mike Tomlin, 
Nico Ryan, Nico Ryan, Steichen, Shane yes. Steichen, um, Gerard Mayo. I'm just kidding. He hasn't done anything yet. Uh, <laughs> Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell's good. You know who I think is a real fraud? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. See, Zach Taylor is. I'm a not his fraud. biggest fan. I'm really not his biggest fan, but I don't hate him yet. Like, there's he he did help the Bengals go to a Super Bowl, and like you could say the same for Shanahan, but that's actually that's close. I feel like what? it's the same almost. Wait, wait, are you? No, no, like... no, no, no. Sorry, I misphrased that. I misphrased that. They're not. Okay, close I thought you were putting like but... them on a scale. Like, no, no, no. That's just a, a worthy thought. Like Shanahan did lose two super, three Super Bowls, and Zach Taylor did lose one. But I'm bashing Shanahan more than okay. Wait, I need to bash him a little more. Um, Zach Taylor that, has only been in one Super Bowl, correct? Yeah, he's only he's only been in the wait. Did he was he with the Rams that year? No, no, no. Duh, duh. I'm dumb. That was the Super Bowl year, and he played them in the Super Bowl. That was dumb, but he was on their staff at one point. All right, I'm yeah. trying to look at it. Yeah, he was the assistant wide receiver coach and then quarterbacks coach. Was he there for the other Super Bowl? That's what I was thinking of. The Rams-Patriots year, was he there? Uh, 2017, he was there. That was not a good look year either. They only scored, what, three? Yeah. But he was the assistant wide receiver coach, so nothing too crazy. Yeah, that's true. But I'm looking at Zach Taylor, and this is very questionable because he went from the Rams quarterback coach to the Bengals head coaching job. That happens. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that definitely does happen. Yeah, um, it definitely does happen, but it's just You so usually odd. see them become an offensive coordinator first, but I don't think Zach Taylor does play calling. I don't think he did last year at least, I think. Um, yeah, I think he handed it down last year. Yeah, I think he really did. Um, but they lost think. their offensive coordinator this year. The Titans. Yeah. Great hire. Yeah. Great, great sure. hire. Um, do you want to get back to the Super Bowl? Because that's, yeah, that's where we're going to Back to the today. Super Bowl. Yeah, we <laughs> just talked about the ca- different coaches. Um, where Talk oh, more yeah. about that next week. <laughs> yeah. But, tell, yes. Calling Kyle Shanahan a fraud. He's a slight fraud. He is a slight fraud. He's not he on full fraud watch yet, but he is getting there. Yeah, he definitely has to win. I still think he is one of the top coaches in the league. He, I'd say top five, cha- but not he's, top three. He's changed the offensive side of the ball. That is true. But so much. Can anybody from the tree one? Like, can you think about like Maybe, his, McVay. his Shanahan tree? McVay? Okay. Yeah. But I feel like McVay's his own tree now, you know? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Hold up. I'm going to look up Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. tree one? Um, um. Okay, well, it's the Mike Shanahan tree. So I guess the Mike Shanahan tree definitely has some winners in it. Um, I'm trying to think for... Yeah, okay. Yeah, the the Mike Shanahan tree definitely has produced some winners. Um Kyle Shanahan though, all time, he is fifty seven and forty seven as a head coach. 
Wait, fifty-seven. He's fifty-seven and forty-seven as a head co- as a head coach. Are you sure you're looking at Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, I'm looking at Kyle Shanahan. He's fifty-seven. And- this this might be old. Uh, this was as of twenty twenty-two. That is why. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'm looking right now, and it's saying seventy-two and fifty-five. Yes, that. Oh, this was from October. Oh, <laughs> that was like that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> like he, yeah, thirty that, games that explains behind. A lot. Um, but okay, Kyle Shanahan, he has some guys. He has. He, uh, he, he did have to. I'll give him this. He don't. He's he's dealt with Dim, uh, Jimmy G, you know. So I'll give him that. And then Trey Lance. But then he got Brock Purdy. And Brock's not terrible. Okay, um, okay. I, have I, think, a serious question. I think he's a beneficiary of, of the system, but that's okay, okay. I have a serious question. Who would you rather have? Tua, the fraudest quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Tua. Um, he's a bottom 15 quarterback in this league. talking to a person right now, by the way. He is a division rival anyway, so you'll know my answer immediately. Or okay, okay, okay. I understand that's fair for Um, him. Okay, Brock Purdy or yeah. Okay, let's let's play a little game. Brock Purdy or because this is still talking about the Super Bowl. Fair. So because I did say I was yeah. You you were you were you were on Purdy fraud alert. Yes, I do think he's still on fraud. But, okay, are we talking about future or are we just talking about like you want for your franchise? Yeah, or are we okay, gonna talk we about that. yeah, let's do it that way. Right. Yeah, like yeah, that okay. One. Okay. Um okay, hold up. I gotta okay. Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott? Ooh, that's tough. Oh, okay. Long term longevity? Yes. Lean Brock right now, Brock, or I'd take Dak. Like right now, I'd take Dak, but longevity wise, because you're probably going to get Purdy a lot longer, I'd take Purdy. All right. Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts? Because Jalen Hurts kind of had a fraud season this year. He did, but the offensive coordinator and poor commanders, because uh, they, they hired uh, Brian Johnson. But that guy is awful, and I think that dealt with a lot of the issues with that Eagles team. I would take Jalen Hurts. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Brock Purdy or Justin Fields? Because oh. Justin Fields oh. is a big controversy oh, right now. Okay, I'm taking Purdy. I'm taking Purdy because he's shown more. I think Fields has so much potential, but I'm taking Purdy because okay. he succeeded. Okay, you did say this the other day to me that you think uh, Justin Fields does have a lot of potential. Tell me what I would love to hear that. We're getting towards well, okay. the NFL draft season, and I would love to know like why, because I, he ha- hasn't shown him anything. In college, and like he has these games where he just looks like he looks like a great quarterback. Like, have you seen the clip of him rolling out right? evading the pressure and then throwing it deep to Robert Tunyon just for him to drop it, just immediately drop it. He's got guys like that he's throwing to. Like, you're not going to succeed with that. He's also had two bums as his offensive coordinators, and they have a bum that they just hired as offensive coordinator. But let me let me talk about why I think 
Fields can be really good. He's got the arm talent. He's got the legs. The IQ is there. The decision-making is there. He just needs to let go of the ball sometimes. And he just needs a team that can actually play with him, that can block for two seconds at times or catch the football. Uh, we saw it in college. He looked like, my opinion, he was a top three pick. I thought he should have gone second that year. I was shocked when Zach – well, I guess the Zach Wilson kind of hype brought up quickly – and I expected it, but I was still shocked that he didn't go second overall that year. Okay, um, so you're talking about the drops, correct? Yeah, I mean the drops are there, but like they're not they're not insane. I don't think it's an insane number. It's just yeah, in key moments that you see. The, like there's some in key times where I'm just like, are you kidding me? Yeah, the Bears this season only had 19 drops. Yeah, but there, some of those were key drops. And some of the drops I don't think are counted like – do they count the Hail Mary drop from Mooney? Because that, that would have been so cool if Mooney had actually caught that ball. Um, also, also, you were talking about like how he, he showed so much potential in college. He um, did. Okay, Baker Mayfield sh- showed so he much did. promise Hey, Baker was good this year. Baker Johnny- was good this year. Johnny Mantell. Johnny, Johnny Mantell. That's a different story because he didn't actually care for football. Fair, fair enough. I'm trying to think of like some big frauds that like showed a lot. Showed in a lot in college, but then then there's a couple. Um, Blake Sims. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair one. No, um, you. He wasn't really. He didn't really show anything major in college but he showed something at the he showed a lot at the senior bowl and he jumped up boards uh jamarcus russell he was one that showed a lot of talent at the senior bowl and he jumped up a lot of boards uh from what i read about i can't really but fields showed a lot in college like i i definitely think he could have if he'd gone to a team that actually built around him i think he'd be developing quite nicely right now all right i mean people well Say like, go ahead, like go ahead. Lamar right now. Like I've heard that from comparison perspective. People go like, um, like I oh, who who is it in this year's draft? They, they Jaden Daniels. They're like the ceiling's Lamar, the floor is Justin Fields. Like they'll do that, and like that's still not that bad a floor. Yeah, yeah, I agreed that he had he had a really bad team around him and the support, the coaching. Um, they finally got a wide receiver one, which I think DJ Morgan Good. surpassed a thousand yards. He did. He, he had one game where he had like 200 and something yards. So um, yeah, he was on my fantasy team too. And I was <laughs> so happy. Yeah. That was 230 was something yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Let me see. Did DJ, what did DJ end up with? Thirteen hundred yards. Thirteen yeah, wow. That that's wow. Yeah. Um but we'll talk about Justin Fields on another episode. Yeah, well, we'll I would love like, to get for, into Yes, Justin I would love Fields. to get into like the prospects and some, some quarterback move around. The quarterback carousel as they call it. Yeah, and what where could uh Justin Fields fit? He could be going to Pittsburgh. You never know. Still with the Bears, I hope, but that's just me. All right, back to the Super Bowl. Yes, we keep we keep oh. getting off uh, off task or off a uh, operating <laughs> we, schedule program. We do, but hey, 
hey, we got to talk about it. Um, yeah. Okay, I have a good question. Do you think Patrick Mahomes deserved MVP, Super Bowl MVP? Okay, I'm going to give you a question in in rebuttal. Um, who else would have gotten it? Trent McDuffie. Trent McDuffie, okay. Trent McDuffie. Cornerbacks don't get enough praise in this in, in the don't. NFL. They only like do it. Chris Jones could have. Okay, yes. But I feel like they only get praise whenever they have a big number besides beside that INT mark. <laughs> That's so true. Interceptions, they only get real praise. Um, that Cowboys yeah. DB, what's his name? Uh, Darrell Barnes. Barnes. Blaine, yeah, hit that guy. He just had a Trevon Diggs type season. He allowed like some crazy amount of yards this year too. He was up there. Yeah, but it was just yeah, corners don't get enough. Corners just, just don't get enough praise. But you know how many yards Trip McDuffie had this game? Um, he was targeted I mean, seven times, seven times, which is a decent amount. He only he only allowed nine yards, nine yards. That's wow. Yeah, yeah. Trip Mc... I feel yeah. like if he got an interception or two, he probably would have been in conversation. I think Mahomes hey. kind of had it locked because it is Mahomes. Hey, and... do you hear that though? Yeah. I N T. That's all you heard. Uh-huh. If he gotten another, if he gotten an interception, which is fair, which is fair. Because he would have gotten recognition for it. It would have been a game-changing play kind of thing. It, it would have gotten a lot more recognition. I yeah, feel like I, Chris Jones, did, how many? How did Chris Jones overall, like what was his pressure rate and everything? Um, Let me look it up because I think um, Chris Jones. I feel like he was the, the closest, next, next closest guy. Um, Yeah, let me, let me find it. Uh, Chris Jones pressure rate. He had seven solo tackles. He had no, six. That's the wrong thing. Pressures. He had six, six pressures? pressures. Did he have yeah. a sack? He did not. He did not have a sack. Okay. Yeah. Then I feel like it was Mahomes overall. I feel like he was probably the best player on that Chiefs team. I mean, he yeah. is the best player on that Chiefs team. But yeah, I saw this. Would have to go to him. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I saw this funny quote that was like uh, from Theo Ash that was like, uh, "Steelers fans would say Chris Jones did nothing because he didn't get a sack this game because of the whole <laughs> defensive player." Yeah, the Miles Garrett and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a funny quote that I thought would I would add in. Um, but yeah, Nick. Or not Nick Bosa. Chris Jones had a great game. He did. Um, But I I don't know. I just – I feel like this year should have been Trent McDuffie because of – Mahomes didn't do anything special. He actually – He had two touchdowns. Two touchdown throws. He did, yes. Um, So he he accounted for a lot of that offense. I think, actually, the next closest offensive player – I think was closest to Mahomes was Butker, which I guess he's special teams, but offensive points wise, I think was Butker because he did break the record for longest kick in a Super Bowl. Yeah, very true. Though. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, I'm <clears throat> talking about Chris Jones. 
Chris Jones had four hurries. He had two, two hits, zero sacks. Um, his win rate was seventeen point one percent. That's 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 a good good day because I definitely saw him. He showed up in big moments from what I remember from the game. He showed up on third down a lot during the game. Yeah, he 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 showed up in the big moments when mm-hmm. the Chiefs needed a big stop. They got the big stop. Okay, let's say the 49ers would have won. Mm-hmm. Who do you think the MVP should have been? I take Juwan Jennings. That's my MVP. All right. He's my MVP for the day. He threw the touchdown to McCaffrey. He ran, he broke tackles for his touchdown during the game. And he was, he had a couple big catches down the field as well. I think, I think he should have been the guy. If not him, it was definitely going to McCaffrey. So it was one of the two guys, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Juwan get Jennings had a great game. I spam voted him on the NFL vote thing, but <laughs> I was hoping they'd win so he'd get it. Yeah, I voted for. Um, I think I voted for Jennings too. Actually, fair. You know he went to UT. He did. He actually, yeah, UT. He actually yeah, threw not, that hell Mary against Georgia. That's. I don't know if you remember. That's another that. fun fact. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah. Um I'm trying to look up who had the most targets for the 49ers. I feel like Ayuk Jennings or CMC. It's definitely yeah. one of the three of them. Debo, I gotta talk about this. Debo talked trash all week long on Twitter and every other platform, and then he just ghosted the game. He didn't do anything. I he mean actually got injured. Yeah, he got injured, but then he came back in and didn't do anything. He yeah. like I, I saw there were times where he was open underneath. Sure, like that's that's not on him. That was on Purdy. But like he wasn't involved in the game at all. And same with Kittle. I was shocked by both of them. They didn't show up this week, and I was just shocked. Okay. They had Kittle blocking more often. Hey, Kittle is an elite blocker. He so. is. Kittle is and they needed an incredible him blocking. A hundred percent. Yeah, 110%. Actually, okay, the leading target, uh, Debo had the most targets with 11, and the he next closest was, yeah, he only had three receptions. 11 targets? That's that's sad. He Dude. got locked down by McDuffie. I remember he got. Yep. You know who that. was on that man? Yep. Trent McDuffie. McDuffie, McDuffie he sure also won. had a good week, too. Or a good, good game, too, I will say. Who? Sneed, he, I mean, oh, he had, yeah. like, one bad hold on Jennings, I think. But, like, other than that, he had, like, a pretty solid day. Yeah, for Most sure. Most of their stuff I was in zone, so. Yeah. Sneed, yeah. He, he had a better game. Or he had an all right game. He had four targeted, two receptions, and only 23 – had 23 yards. Not bad at all. He allowed 23 yards, yeah. Um. Yeah, um, Nick Bolton had a actually horrendous game. I'm looking at the yes, numbers he did. right now, I remember. I thought I thought he was gonna get. Who threw a punch? Actually, was that Sneed? 
No, it wasn't a punch. It was like a little shove towards the head. Yeah, that's right. Away. Yeah, it was like a it was like a quotations punch. I thought yeah, he was because... gonna, that was Snead. He, I think, I thought he was gonna get kicked out for that. Like, I genuinely thought, you know, they might just throw him out. Okay, but Kittle did tug on his uh, jersey. Oh no, yeah, like there was a tug there, but like the reaction should not have happened either. It's yeah. whoever throws the second punch is the one that usually gets in trouble. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there anything What's your else thoughts on the overtime. Overtime. Oh, overtime. Oh my gosh. What's yes. your thoughts on the overtime? Um, I like it. I'm happy with it. I I do too. I think it should be. I hope they bring it to full college where it goes shootout back and forth no matter what. Um, I I think it worked well this time. Yeah. Um, because apparently there was a whole second period, which I didn't even realize. And I thought they were about to run out of the clock and just the game would end. Like, do you remember that? How they just ran out the clock all the way down? Yeah, I thought it was just going to go into like a second quarter and then the Chiefs would still have the ball right there. See, I thought the game was going to end. But apparently there was that second quarter like you mentioned. And I didn't know that. And I was like, uh-oh. Um, but I guess it ended up working out. Yeah, um... But did you hear the report that 49ers players didn't know the overtime rules? Which also was on Shanahan. He did not communicate it with his team. They didn't game plan it with the team. He just did it himself. Yeah, and the Chiefs had a game plan, talked about it several times throughout the week about the overtime rules. That is completely on Shanahan. Masterclass by Andy Reid this week. But yeah. yeah, whenever Andy Reid... Uh, or whenever Alex High or not Alex Heisman, Alex Smith was on the Chiefs, I was like, oh, Alex, Andy Reid's not even that good, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. This was also whenever I was like 14 and I had not fair. that much no, that much football knowledge. Um, but yeah, I was just not a big fan of Andy Reid. And then he just proved himself that he is. Yeah. He he was always a good coach, but he like he never it's he lost early in his career. He did was he the coach that year? Um who coached Wait, what year? Uh when they played the Patriots in the early two thousands. Was he the coach that year? Oh, the Eagles? Yeah. When he was with the Eagles. I think so. Yeah. I feel like he was the he was the head coach. Yeah. So yeah. When he, when they played that in the Super Bowl, that was the only time he was that the only time he'd gone as a head coach. I feel like I feel like it was his his first. Yeah, that was his first uh, Super Bowl, and he got his first win with Mahomes. Yeah. Um, just, he's been a head coach longer than I thought he had been. Goodness. Yeah, he's been a head coach for like since I was like since we were born. (laughs) He played with the Eagles. He's sixty five. He's older. Yeah, I I I knew he was older, but I didn't think. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Shows me what I need to learn. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's been he's been head coaching since 1999. Oh my gosh, he coached 13 years with the Eagles. That's yeah. That that does sound about right now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, with Mike Vick. Yep. Yeah. Mhm. Which I'm. Yeah, and they didn't win. I do want to talk hey. about this. Um, well, because the last play, I want to talk about it because it, they popped it up on a couple different sites, and Andy Reid was talking about it. It's kind of a fun play. It was Tiger twelve. So they put McCall Hardman, two tight ends, and then a running back in. Tom and Jerry um, to the right. So they go out right. It's a one, one-way one play, so they just go out to the right. And uh, gun trips right, bunch F shuttle. Uh, then he goes in motion, and they just chucked it right to Hardman. It worked perfection. It was just a perfect, flawless play. It, was, it actually was super cool watching Andy Reid talk about it. Um, just as a play in general, uh, it's definitely cool seeing like a guy like that just talk about the plays he writes up. Um, yeah, it was great, uh, great play call there, um, as well as they really tricked the defense there. They did. Too, um, didn't they do that? It was like the. I won't, it's not an arrow. I don't know if it's the arrow route that I'm thinking of. But they did it last year in the Super Bowl. They did it twice, didn't they, uh, against the Eagles? We just ran like a little inside and then back out. Concept. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> it worked, and that's kind of what they did with Hardman right there. Um, and it worked again. It's it's a great play. It's great in the it's great in Madden too, but it's a, it's a great <laughs> play in everything. Yeah, I am currently rewatching that playback, and they just tricked the whole offense. Or the whole defense there, yeah. Yeah, so he went he went inside and then he ran back out into like like he yes, okay, so it was an in out. Okay, cool. Yeah, did you hear uh he like blacked out too? Yeah, he didn't realize that the game was over. He thought they were still going. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I that yeah. I have respect for that. That is that is the best mentality you can have. Which is fair because uh it is the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, but, okay, I saw this thing on Instagram. It was like fact or fiction from Sports Illustrated. All right, is Travis Kelsey the greatest tight end of all time? He is not. I agree. It's That's false. Gronk. It will always be Gronk. No it, one will ever <laughs> pass Gronk. I am biased, but no one will ever pass Gronk, and I'm not yeah. a I'm not a big fan of Gronk's personality, but gosh darn it, when he was on that field, he was the most dominant guy ever. Okay, talking about Gronk, that Super Bowl commercial came out of nowhere. The fan duel, they what, hyped really, it up. Destiny? Yeah, they hyped it yeah, up it, so it much. It just popped up randomly, and he missed again. How do you miss a 25-yarder? Did, did you actually see they recorded it multiple times, apparently? Really? That, yeah. See, that's sad. That is that is actually kind of sad yeah um they record i don't know if they recorded it or practiced but they um did it multiple times and some guy had a theory on tiktok he was like what if they uh sent out the like however many bets were the lowest on like the lowest like whichever side yeah 
they would put that on TV. That that's in there. That would be crazy. Yeah, um, that's definitely concerning. <laughs> but Kelsey going off on uh, Andy Reid. We've been all over this place, all over the place on this podcast, but. It's the Super Bowl. We're, yeah, we're going Bowl. all over. The- it was all over the place itself. Yeah, uh, but Travis Kelsey going out, um, going off on Andy Reid on the sideline. That was, if I was uh, Andy Reid, I would be highly oh, upset. He, he was getting all upset because he got benched or something. I can't remember. I'm like, oh, yeah. Pacheco did fumble twice. He did. Who he did have two fumble. Losses, yes, because he had one in the in the red zone, and then he had one. Um, yes, okay, so he did have two fumble losses because he got upset twice. That's right. Yeah, I didn't even re- I forgot about that second one. Um, it showed how little it mattered for the Niners. Yeah, the Niners hurt themselves ultimately. Um, and I'm glad it wasn't there wasn't any penalties because no matter what, even if the Chiefs did have a crazy penalty there at the end, 49ers had so many opportunities. They did to win this. This game. was a no excuse game. They had the turnover differential and they lost. Okay, and I think this could be one of the last years the 49ers get. To the Super Bowl. I feel like honestly. they might have next year as like, but then they're going to have like cap space, like how the Saints have right now. They're in like that cap space, like dead land. And it's just, that's probably what's going to happen to the Niners. They might have to start losing players and like do a, not like a full rebuild, but like a reload of like rookie contracts over yeah, these like big contracts that they have. Cause they got to, have they played, have they paid Ayuk? I don't know. That's what I'm looking up. I don't think they have, and they have. They're paying Debo, they're paying Bosa, they're paying Williams, they're paying a lot. Bring, of do you think they'll bring back um, Chase Young? I don't think so. I think Chase Young goes. I I just don't see them bringing him back. They he'll cost too much for the the money wise. Unless I yeah, mean, and- if he takes a worse deal, sure he'll come back. But I don't think he's gonna want to come back on like a kind of a week a week kind of deal um yeah they have a lot of old guys on the defensive side of the ball they that they could they, be losing i'm trying to think of what they can do like they're i feel like this is one of their last few years at least for right now if they draft well it'll change for sure because they're gonna they're either gonna have to pay Ayuk well, and figure out the cap situation with that um, or they're just going to have to get rid of some contracts, or they're going to have to let him go. That's yeah, rough. Gibson's a free agent. Uh, wow. Kinlaw is a free agent. Randy Gregory is a free agent. Chase that Young's a free mean, agent. Yeah. Uh, Randy Gregory didn't really do much, though. He hasn't done much this yeah. year. He, he was Logan with the Broncos Ryan. earlier. He, was, he robbed yeah. the Broncos of money. Yeah, um... Juwan Jennings, free agent. Oh, man, not the GOAT. <laughs> Dude, Chris Conley is a free agent, oh, too. Hey, hey, he was a star on special teams. Incredible. Um, he was, he, he was awesome teams. on special teams. Yeah, for sure. I thought um, he was about to get a, uh, 
a like not a strip fumble, but I guess like cause a fumble on that kick return that he did where he like full on just threw the guy. Yeah, clotheslined him and yeah, everything. basically like clotheslined him. I was like, is that about to be a fumble? Um, but yeah, the 49ers, I don't know. It's hard to say they'll be back because I feel like this year should have been their year. This was their year to win. Yes, I, I don't think they go back. They are the top betting right now, actually. They have the best odds, but that is definitely a trap. I don't think they come back. Yeah, like, which is crazy because, like, it's more likely to come back for sure, but I don't think, I don't think either come back. Um, do you, yeah. do, do you want to do an early prediction? I know you did uh, it on your, but you <laughs> yeah, sure. early, super early prediction, pre yeah. everything. Literally one year before the Super Bowl. Yes, we are one year um, before the next one. Um, yeah, next one. Yeah, you go first. Or let's do AFC team and then NFC team. Okay. AFC team. I'm trying to think of who I like. Um, Honestly, we could do like top three. Yeah, I I like top three. Um, Top three teams. Bengals, Chiefs, and oh, that's difficult for a third. No, Ravens, I don't think will make it back. Texans. Texans are my third. Okay, okay, the Bengals. Yes. Why? Why? Um, Joe Burrow healthy. Joe Burrow healthy is the guy that beats – he is Mahomes' kryptonite every time. Uh, so I think he beats Mahomes, and I think that's why they make it because nobody else stops Mahomes, and Burrow beats everybody else. So I think they go all the way uh, for the AFC. And all they need is an offensive line, and I think they're in prime position to just grab it and the draft or free agency because they have money. They might lose T. Higgins, but that's replaceable. And actually, they're losing Boyd to, oh, okay, that's that's rough. But I think I think yeah. they can fix it. Yeah, and you have to bet that Pat, or Joe Burrow will stay healthy too. True, true. But you got to do that for every team, you know? But Joe Burrow's injury prone. He's, he's quotation injury prone. It's out of his control injuries. Okay. But 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 people say Lamar's injury prone. I don't think Lamar's injury prone though. I'm not on that side. So Yeah, okay. I'm not either, but there are people that like I've heard that though. I agree with you. Um Yeah. I, I will so I'm gonna say it again. Bengals, Chiefs, Texans are my three predictions for the AFC. Well who do you think? Who who do you got? Okay. Okay. Um I'm going with the Chiefs. You can't. It's the. It's Chiefs hard to not. It. It's hard to not put them. Yeah, the Chiefs even said it themselves. Don't bet against us. <laughs> um, and I would love to say Bills, but I have rode with the Bills nearly every year. I like the Bills, and I've said the Bills. I said the I Bills this year. I almost did say the Bills, so I understand. <clears throat> but they're on fraud alert as well. Yes. Um, but I'm going to say some crazy teams. I'm going to say the Chargers. See, I'm not a fan of that, but uh, I'll, I want to know the reasoning behind it. Okay, the reasoning behind it is they have to have a great draft. And I really think John Harbaugh will have – or not – Jim Harbaugh will have a fantastic draft. Um, they need to re- get rid of Mike Williams 
and Keenan Allen just absolutely tank the wide receiver room. See, but that's um, gonna pull them. That's gonna completely pull them, though. You got to think about that. I mean, I agree with. But, I agree but with Mike Williams. He is due thirty-one. He is due thirty-one million. Keenan Allen, I think, is fine. Uh, yeah, but they're. I don't saving think you money. can get rid of both. Uh, yeah. Okay. Keep Keenan Allen. Keep him as a veteran, and then get a draft a young guy. Um, I like that. Like neighbors, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and I think I think the Chargers have the talent on the defensive side of the ball, and I think the Chargers. They are going to have to. I've heard. Have you seen the rumors about Mac and Bosa though? Yeah, getting traded. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> I think I think Jim Harbaugh will come in there and just help this team tremendously. I do agree. Or or this shows that Jim Harbaugh is a fraud. He's <laughs> not. But. And my third favorite team. They're one of the best teams in their division, or in their conference, or yeah, whatever, or in their division. Yes. Um, it is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, that's bias. I'm calling some bias. It's here. not biased. No, that is total bias. Okay. It's not biased. Okay, hear me out. It's crazy. Teams are teams are sleeping because last time we got back to back Super Bowl champions. Who won the next year's Super Bowl? Was it was it y'all? It was the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Seahawks, the youngest quarterback to ever do it. Bill Cal Bill Callers one of the last games, as uh, I think it was Bill Callers. Wow! Last okay, game. I did not know that. That um, no, it was like his third. Okay, it was it wasn't his last game, but Bill no, Cowher but I didn't, I didn't know that was that Super Bowl. I didn't even realize that was that year. Yeah, it was. I actually, I have a sleeper team, and I hate it. Who? Uh, the Jets. Yeah, I forgot about Aaron Rodgers. He I should retire. He should. Um, but yeah, I, I like that Steelers pick. I mean, I'm not gonna pick my own team because we got way too many issues. But okay, okay, weeks. I can dream. Okay, the the reason so long, the reason is we have good weapons. We they have a good. I'm not gonna say we because hey, we is fine. Me. Everybody does we like. It's, okay, yeah, I'm in. I'm up there in the office. We released Mitch Trubisky this week. Or today, actually, released our right tackle, uh, Octray, whatever his name is, horrendous player, um, as well as our punter. Three terrible guys. We saved some money, so we're gonna go out, spend some money this off season, hopefully. Um, yeah, this is just a biased pick. Their defense is good. Um, <laughs> Arthur Smith is coming back. Gonna lead us to a Super Bowl. Bring in um, Ryan Tannehill. Oh my! Oh my gosh! That could actually happen. Oh no! It's the it's the top rumor. <laughs> Dude, if anyone, if we're bringing in a veteran quarterback, I want it to be Kirk Cousins. That's fair. Kirk is. I love Kirk. <laughs> yeah, Kirk's great. Um, okay, let's do our NFC. All right. 
NFC, yes. NFC. Lions. Um, yeah, Lions are a good pick. Lions. Um, shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. No one from the South. I, I have. I have. I mean, like a sleeper, I might go Bucks, but that's if Baker oh, comes back. Ooh. Like sleeper. If, if Baker comes back and they do great draft. But they're old. Mid- yeah, they are old. That's that's why I was anti the South in general. Um, huh. North. Let's see. Ooh, okay. Bears as a low key, like another sleeper, but they aren't my top three. Um, okay. Bears have some nice corners. They do. They got a nice team. If they bring in Caleb and they bring in another wide receiver or something, that that could be. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go Lions, Packers. As my top two. Dude, that's rough for third. I have my top I have my top three. Well, I guess I'll put Niners. Like that's that's a rough group. I, I know we said stuff about the Niners, but like I don't know. I don't feel like the Eagles are gonna get back. I don't think Dallas has it. Dallas, it's their year. It has three years their year. <laughs> They're due. They're they're due. They've always been due. They've been due just as long as the Niners have. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say Lions, Packers, and Niners for now. Um, Packers. Yeah, Lions, Niners, Packers for now. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, you basically just said mine. Uh, three. <laughs> those those were legit my three. Hey, it's um, a good three. Packers are are a really talented team. They are. They struggled midway through the season, but I think they'll figure their way throughout the season, next season. But a sleeper for me is the Falcons. Falcons. Oh, see, I forgot, dude. I bring forgot. In, bring in a decent – Just I'm just talking about a bring halfway Kirk decent bring in offense, Kirk. or quarterback. I'm calling for Kirk Cousins from them. I'm calling for a rookie. Their team rookie is so really? young. Yes. I'm, I'm Jaden Daniels. I don't think he falls. 100%. Trade up. I would give. I don't think, I don't think I you would, can. I don't think any of the top three move. But is he a top three worthy quarterback? Top three pick worthy? Probably not. Yeah. The quarterback outranks everything. So. I feel because like that's it's... the cake right there. Just the icing on the cake. Just you, you got to go quarterback. And with the top three teams, only team I don't see potentially taking it's the Bears. So if a team trades up to one, like let's say the commanders just don't want to lose the top quarterback, they'll trade up to one. Bears will trade back, take Marv. And then I can see Jaden falling. But that's that's like the case scenario that I could see it. Okay, the Falcons have pick number eight, I believe. Yes, yes they do. Um, okay. Haven't they Bears, had eight, like, three years in a row? Yeah, they've had a. They've been That's the so eight best. Okay, <laughs> but if we look at it, <clears throat> Bears, they don't really need a quarterback. They'll probably take Caleb Williams. Let's just say they take Caleb Williams. Commanders take quarterback which is either 
Drake May or wide receiver. And the Patriots either take Drake May or Marvin Harrison. Those are the t- top three guys. Cardinals See, don't need Cardinals, a quarterback. No, yeah, Chargers, they're Marvin. Chargers they're, don't need a quarterback. Giants don't need a quarterback. Arguably need a quarterback. Okay, they do. And but right, like, keep in mind, there has been a lot of rumors about teams trading up right now. Like, uh, what are the teams I've seen? Like the Broncos, I think, were a team I saw. The Vikings. Like, a bunch of rumors about teams trading up to, like, top three or top five. Yeah, 11 through 14 is yeah. a QB. Needy spot. Um, but the Falcons are number eight, and I could totally see Jaden Daniels falling out of the top five if, if J.J. no McCarthy? one trades. J.J. McCarthy? No, I'm just kidding. He's not good enough for top ten. But that'd be uh, – that feels like – I don't know. His, his, his uh, draft stock has – It's skyrocketed. Uh, Sky, yes. Yeah, so. I feel like he kind of fits the tree, uh, the the McVeigh tree. Yeah, like and hey, different. we we are both very high on. Uh, I've I've no, I I sold you on him. Yes, <laughs> you did. Hey, if this is a great, moment. I'll go down with him. I'll go down uh, the ship with him right now. I'm going down with this take on him. Hey, if if you want to listen to our full QB take, listen to our first podcast episode. Yeah. Um, had a little had a little opportunity to shout out our first episode there. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. Who are your two teams coming out of the AFC and NFC? Like final picks. Final pick. Yeah. I just like it. Um, Packers and Texans. I just like it. That's what I wanted this year, and that's what I want next time. If it's not my own team, that's what I want to see. Um, fair. I mean, those are two crazy, ridiculous teams that barely made it into the playoffs this year. year. They got money. They got good draft picks. Like, they, they're primed and ready, I think. They are. They are. Um, but you got to beat the Chiefs and 49ers, um, which is very difficult, especially beating the Chiefs. Fair. Um, but I am going with the Chargers because I have a Justin Herbert jersey, and I want to wear it during the Super Bowl if it's not my team. Um, and I have the Lions. Let the Cinderella story continue. I like um, it. This is pre Pre preseason, so yeah, this is pre everything. So this is literally, this is like the little dead period. So so much could change. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for what can change. I want to see. Yeah, I'm excited for this off season. I think I think our top three will change by the time the season starts for sure. Yeah, a (laughs) hundred percent. We'll we'll look back and look at this. Um, You want to do? Okay, okay. This is crazy. Just not all the all the awards, but MVP, right MVP, now. Just MVP. Just MVP. Because, yeah. You're... Okay, I got it narrowed down to two people. Um, and it's it's just due to health. I think Burrow. And I think. Okay. And I think Stroud could also. I think those are my two guys right now. Those are my two guys that I've been rocking with lately, though. So I think one of them could win it. Yeah, um, Stroud was playing like an MVP this year. He was, for a while at least. 
Who's your two? Or who's your one? At least one. Um, I've been right. I rode with the Chargers this year, and Sorry. I was so high on the Chargers. Um, I was too. But I'm gonna continue this another year because they disappointed me this year. So fool me once, shame on you. Shit, fool me twice, shame on me. Um, but I'm going with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is very talented. Incredible quarterback. Um, just an overall great quarterback. I, I like that take. I, I do like him for MVP. I feel like it's he an gets, AFC quarterback. I think it yeah. will be an AFC quarterback. It's going to be a quarterback no matter what. Well, yeah, it's 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 a quarterback award at this point. Like I hate I hate that it is because there's guys that have deserved it in the past, but it's a quarterback award now. Yeah, and in my in my uh, pick two is Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't won it in two years. So, wait, he hasn't. He wait, he won it last year, didn't he? Oh, maybe. Shoot, wait. you're you're asking me on an off moment. Um, Hold up, he might have. Wait, uh, yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. That was the second one. Yeah, give it back to my homes. You. Yeah. <laughs> I gross. mean, he. Yeah. It's disgusting, um, but he is the greatest quarterback. Okay, one thing we didn't talk about is how does this affect Patrick Mahomes' legacy? He's two all time. He is two all time. He has Number passed two? everybody but Brady. And he will take him. He even said it. It's going to take him a while to pass Brady. He's not there yet. Because because he didn't beat Brady. He didn't beat Brady. He's also, he took him five seasons to win three. It took Brady four. So, there's that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would put him. I'd... I, it's, it's tough. Him and Montana and uh, Manning. It's like a three-way like split, rock paper scissors, however you want it. It's it's tough. I he's definitely and, earned top three. Yeah, and I people will be like, oh, that's recency biased, blah blah blah. No, it's no one not. Found it for twenty-eight besides Brady. Yeah, Br- Mahomes, his talent is is the greatest we've ever seen at the QB yes. position. Um, I I am a Tom Brady supporter through and through. But I, I'm biased Tom Brady supporter through and through, of course. But his, <laughs> but Mahomes is just talent is incredible. It's incredible, and I think we'll see more quarterbacks like that in the future so. because I'm excited for it. I think he's paving the way, and I, I, I want yeah, to see. he definitely is. I think him Where and Lamar seeing, are kind of paving away as well, but yeah. Where you see the quarterback, he's a pocket passer, but he's also a run threat. Back in early two thousand, you really didn't see much of that. I think the only guy you really saw. No, I guess there was a couple guys in the early two thousands that you saw do it. Ben. Not as not as much, but they weren't they weren't as dominant as these guys are. The system kind of the the NFL fits them now. Than it more than it did back then, though. Yeah, you saw a quarterback running back then. Shoot, they were getting decked 
like just full on full contact. Now, now you're going to see a little more leniency with the quarterback running. So I feel like the league has benefited them a little bit more. Like there's a old clip from Brady running down the sideline uh, when he had the ball and he just got fully decked out. Helmet came off and everything. He gets right back up. He gets back, starts playing. I don't think you'd see that now. I think you'd see a flag on the play, but I don't think you'd see that now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Talking, talking about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's top five for sure. Now there's no argument top against three. it for sure. Top five, top three. I, I can, you, I can totally understand the argument at top three. Um, but he's just so good. He's just so good. I hate seeing him win every year, but it's just, he's just that guy. And, at, hey, Tony Romo loves him. <laughs> I've never seen Tony, a guy Tony love used to be guy. so good. Collinsworth is so much worse, though, about it. But Tony, Tony used to be really good. Yeah. Here's a guy. <laughs> yeah. But Yeah. You have anything else to say? Um, I think we I think we've kind of wrapped it all up. All right. Well, thank you for getting this far. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Dropback Podcast and we'll be talking about the off season a lot cuz the off season's coming up. But yeah. Any last words there? Um, ah, I think I think just hope y'all tune in next week. As always, thank you. All right, and see ya. See ya.